Hey, this is Pastor Steve Berger with This Is That, where we bring biblical clarity to cultural chaos. We want to thank you for listening today. And remember, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or to this podcast so you don't miss another episode. God bless you. We pray that this is a blessing for you today. Man, we are living in exciting times. I'm hoping that you're paying attention to realize that. I mean, we're coming up on election season. There's all kinds of stuff hanging in the balance between the, who's going to have the majority in the House, who's going to have majority in the Senate. The momentum has shifted. It's looking like there is a red or Republican wave that is going to wash through Washington, D.C. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, over the last couple weeks, for whatever my opinion is worth to you, um, I've had a pretty significant shift where it looks and feels like to me that we could pick up anywhere between 25 and 40 seats in the House. And um, I know this might sound crazy to some of you. I think there might be as many as 54 seats in the Senate. And so just, you know, I'm not saying thus saith the Lord at all, but just in talking to my sources and reading lots of polls and reading lots of articles, I think we're in for uh, maybe even a bit bigger surprise than most people realize. But anyway, that's a totally another, uh, another subject for you. But today, I want to remind you, all right, make sure you subscribe to this page. Go ahead, hit the subscription button there on YouTube. Uh, make sure that you like it. Make sure you share it. And also... Uh, make sure that you hit the bell for notifications so that you can be notified as soon as we post these, um, these podcasts and these little videos that we do. So anyway, here you go. What I want to talk to you today about is being the salt of the earth. All right. Now, Jesus said in Matthew 5, 13, that the church, followers of Jesus, that the church is like the salt of of the earth. And then he says these words, you're the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, pay attention to that. If the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It's then good for nothing. Wow. It's good for nothing, but to be thrown out and trampled underneath the feet of men. And so you see this, um, this, it's called a similitude, right? It's a similarity. And Jesus says to the church, you're like the salt of the earth, okay? So let's start there real quick. Salt does a bunch of different things, but three as it relates to my message here today. First of all, what does salt do? And I want to start with the most controversial one. Salt stings open wounds. Salt stings open wounds. You know that if you've ever had an open wound, a pretty decent cut, and, and salt gets in it, you know that it stings. So why would Jesus say you're the salt of the earth? Here's why. Because as the salt of the earth, you are going to play a role. Now listen to me. You're going to play a role in causing some stinging conviction in the open wounds of a rebellious society. The open wounds of sin and rebellion and debauchery of all different kinds. The church, followers of Jesus, are going to be a stinging and convicting presence to the open wounds of a reprobate society. It just is. Now, how, how does that sting occur? It's only going to occur if the salt speaks up. 
It's only going to occur if the salt takes a stand against the, the sinful wickedness and the wounds that result from sinful wickedness. The church, when it confronts darkness with light, when it confronts a wound with the salt of God's conviction, it's going to cause upheaval. It's going to cause conflict. It's going to cause pain and turmoil. It just happens. I've told you before, conflict is inevitable. If you're a follower of Jesus and you think you're going to successfully serve Jesus and never be involved or create conflict, you are already salt that has lost its flavor. That's already happened to you. So I want to encourage you to understand when Jesus says you're the salt of the, the, uh, of the earth, what's going to come with that is that you are going to be someone who brings the stinging, convicting presence of God to the open wounds of a rebellious society. It's just going to happen. Secondly, what does salt do? Salt enhances existing flavors. And so you're like, oh, good, gosh, now there's a positive point to this. Yeah, salt enhances existing flavors. So if you're going to be the salt of the earth, how are you going to enhance existing flavors? You're going to do that by participating in godly, fruitful, redemptive causes. You're going to be someone who gives of yourself, of your time, your talent, your treasure, etc., to enhance and, and, to, uh, and to bring out that much more of what is already good. You are going to be a contributing factor. And so as a follower of Jesus, when I look around the world today and I see people that are, that are, I mean, participating and engaging in godly acts of mercy and compassion and the, the homeless and the hungry and the hurting and the oppressed, as the church rises to the occasion and participates in existing godly causes, what do we do? We enhance existing flavors. That's what salt does. Here's a third thing that salt does. It preserves things from spoiling. Now, many of you are familiar with that. You know, what, what do we do? I've got a good friend down the street from me, my buddy Ernie Greer, who's got a great business where he um, salts hams and sells these great hams that hang in his smokehouse and all that stuff. What does it do? Salt preserves things from spoil. And so what's the message for us as followers of Jesus? Jesus says this, as the church operates in its saltiness, it is going to preserve and in sometimes, sometimes totally prevent society's moral decay. Where society in its rebellion against God and in its opened wounds of sin, as society functions in that level, what is the church's job? The church's job is to preserve and to prevent total moral decay from taking over. And so as salt, we stand up for godliness and we stand against ungodliness. Why? By doing that, we are preserving something that God has entrusted to us, especially in America, and the church hasn't done a very good job as a whole Listen, we have got to be a preserving presence for the next generation. 
You know, I've become an old man now with five grandkids, and the thought of my grandkids living in a totally godless, socialist, communistic, progressive America scares the daylights out of me. Man, it causes me to want to be salt in the day that I'm living right now so that we can be a preserving agent in the earth, in the United States in particular, so that we can hand over a godly heritage and legacy to our kids and our grandkids. So Jesus says, you're the salt of the earth. There's gonna be times where you're gonna bring stinging conviction to the open wounds of society. There's gonna be a time where you enhance existing flavors. And there's gonna be times where you preserve the culture from total spoil and moral, moral decay. It's just gonna happen, okay? But now here's what he says. You're the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, meaning that it's possible, and literally in the Greek, this has always astounded me, you know, we wouldn't think that Jesus would use words that, that can sound, you know, harsh or whatever. But it, this phrase, when the salt loses its flavor, it, it literally means to become insipid or blockheaded or moros is the word where we would get our word moron from. If the church becomes moronic, it's good for nothing but to be trampled underneath the feet of men. Now, friends, let me ask you a question. Would Jesus give us a warning about something that's not possible? Of course not. He's going to give us a warning about things that can happen. And so I would just ask you, over the last several decades, maybe the last 30 or 40 years, let me ask you this question. Has the church done a good job of bringing God's stinging conviction to a bankrupt society? Has the church done a good job in enhancing existing flavors of godliness? Has the church done a good job of preserving and even preventing the moral decay in this nation? I think not. We are dealing with things we've never dealt with before. I mean, good night, drag queen story hour in libraries and in public schools. I mean, the moral slide and decay, man, it has just been on warp speed. And I think in large part, it's because the church has stopped being salt. And we've no, we're no longer stinging, we're no longer enhancing, we're no longer preserving in far too many cases. And so what happens? If the salt loses its flavor, it's not good for anything. It's just good to be thrown out and trampled under the feet of men. Listen, as for me and my house, we have no interest in being good for nothing and thrown out and trampled under the feet of men. Jesus told me in Luke 10, 17 through 20, that I'm the one as a follower of Jesus filled with God's spirit, that I'm the one who's supposed to be trampling over all of the power of the enemy. Men are not to be trampling over me because I'm good for nothing and God has no purpose for me because I won't bring stinging um, conviction, because I won't enhance existing flavors and because I won't preserve things from spoil. No, man, I wanna do all of that. I wanna do all that. I wanna be the salt of the earth. Now, of course, I'm gonna wrap up with this. If you look at what I've talked to you about today, what is it gonna take for you to be the salt of the earth? It's gonna require courage. There's no question, there's no way around it. 
You are going to have to be a courageous follower of Jesus if you are going to speak with stinging conviction to the petrifying, putrefying wounds of a rebellious society. You're going to have to be a courageous Christian if you're gonna engage and enhance existing flavor. You're gonna have to be a courageous Christian if you're gonna preserve society from moral decay and bankruptcy. It's going to take courage. So you are indeed the salt of the earth, but I wanna add to that, you're gonna have to be courageous. You get courageous by being filled with the spirit of the living God, by being anointed with the spirit who gives you boldness and courage to be a follower of Jesus. So friends, God bless you today. May you be the salt of the earth. May you be a difference maker everywhere you go. May you wake up in the morning and say, today I'm going to be salt somewhere, somehow, and the kingdom of God is gonna be expressed through my life. Go ahead and be salt today. God bless you mightily. We look forward to seeing you next time. Remember, remember to subscribe, to like, to share, and to hit the notification button. We look forward to talking to you next time. God bless.